Hey, what's up, guys? You guys are listening to Shut Up and Fail. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Joseph Landeros, professional boxer. He is here to inspire the youth, and also, he is my younger brother. Yes, great to be here. <laughs> so go ahead and tell them a little bit about who you are so that they can understand exactly who you are, like what you do in this industry. Like, are you just a boxer? I wouldn't say I'm just a boxer, but I wouldn't uh, necessarily... Uh, categorize myself in anything, to be honest. I'm just honestly the uh, best version of myself, or that's what I strive to be at least. Um, I, some endeavors that I take on are within uh, public speaking, mm-hmm. say motivational speaking. I go out to Mexico a lot um, to try and inspire the youth as much as possible. As far as boxing goes, I currently have 12 fights with all being won by way of knockout. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. just Very nice. So- a little bit about myself. Were you always this successful? Like, I, I want to go ahead and break break you down because this is this is shut up and fail. Like, right? Have you always won? Like, is this twelve knockouts, zero losses? Is this who you are? Like, were you born like this? Oh, most definitely not. I think that uh, most of the lessons that I've even learned in life have been from those uh, negative memories or those uh, those down times. You know, coming up from uh, being an amateur, I had over one hundred and ten fights. And I could tell you that each and every one of them, I gave my heart and uh, just my entire soul for the sport. So now being a professional, having a record such as this, I'm very proud to be able to advert. Uh, <laughs> I'm very uh, proud to be able to say that I came this far. Very nice. So 110 amateur fights. Are those all wins? Are those zero losses? Nope. I had uh, multiple losses, say because of the fact of. Uh, inexperience or things of that nature but i'll take uh all I, credit for it i'd and, say that was the experience right i'd say that was the experience and you know being able to come up from that and then now i mean i guess i, I look at failure as you know you go through a failure and then once you get to the win it's so much better right because if you were if you were just born like that you wouldn't have the level of gratitude that you have right now because i i train i train with joseph landeros every single morning we wake up at 3 30 and work up work out from four o'clock to around 5 30 and it isn't it is intense and it's always been like this winner quote unquote or loser quote unquote joseph has always been a winner in my eyes and that you know we've made different different um items in his uh in his clothing company and one of the item that was really um eye-catching was one that said champions within now what what does that what does that mean to you like tell me tell me about one of the stories um that way you can you can share the level of um downhill i would say like like tell me one of the stories like was there was there a point where you just felt um like maybe this isn't for me or maybe you know like i i, I can't i can't figure this out like at what point did you ever feel like that Yes, I did actually. Um, I think it was in, within the year of uh, 2016. I went out to uh, West Virginia for the Junior Olympics, and just by understanding that, you can see that I made it to the top level. You know, I was there at the nationals. It was a really long journey. There's uh, four steps to a lot of uh, boxing tournaments for the most part, and I happened to make it up to that point. And at the last day, right when I was going to fight the last person, something just wasn't right. You know, it's just. It's something in the air. It's the energy. Something that uh, mm-hmm. influenced me in a bad way, and I ended up losing that fight. A split decision, but at the end of the day, it was a lesson that I learned. I remember actually, you know, being in tears because of how much I haven't like really want that uh, title. 
as being the uh, Junior Olympics champion. But time has gone on and we learn from experiences like that. Yeah, I actually remember, um, I don't know, I don't even know if Justin wants me to say this or not, but I actually remember experiences when he was an amateur and um, he would run off to the side after losing and just cry. But he would stand there with such um, such power and such strength, strength. It was like watching a little, I mean, a little tiger cry. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, no, you have this roar. Like, it, it's going to come out. Just just wait. Just keep on building it. And I think that's why, like, El, um, El Tigre or Tiger um, really fits you because, you know, when a tiger is growing up, he doesn't realize that he has that roar. He doesn't realize how powerful he is. And now coming into a professional career, people can hear that. Yeah. People can see that. And I think that's amazing. And um, oh, you were going to say something? Yeah. Well, one piece of advice I'd like to give out to you guys is to not be so obsessed with perfection. At yeah. the end of the day, I feel like that's something embedded in our culture uh, worldwide, not saying any specific culture, but just saying about how fast-paced life has become. And with that comes along the desire for perfection all the time. And that's what really got into my head, you know, looking over to the side, seeing my father, seeing you, seeing all these different people having um, these hopes and dreams for me. And sometimes when the plan just doesn't go well, you end up just crying because of how much you really want to win. You know, that's that's the thing about uh, being a winner now is that I really can look back to when I was happened to be the quote unquote, you know, loser and uh, value my moment. Yeah. And um, one thing, one thing that popped up while you were saying that is um, from the book Simon Sinek, why, or if you've watched his TED talk, mm. um, I feel like you've been able to apply what he was saying before you even listened to it. I know we, I know we've listened to it together, but I feel like you've been able to apply that throughout your entire life. That you've been pushing with a why behind you. Like it's, it's not a win or a loss. It's what I'm heading towards, like what I want to become. Now, what what exactly do you want to do with boxing? Like, why do you why do you why do you box? Like, most people look at it and say you're gonna get pound in, you know pound down on the face. You, your your nose is gonna go flat. Your you know what is it all for? Like, is why do you do this? Well, the overall goal is to be able to inspire the youth. However, I started out in boxing as an individual of the youth. And some may look at me as if I still am within that category. Now, I think that what really motivates me to take on the sport of boxing is just the hunt. Mm. Um, I'm constantly obsessed with the hunt, you know, always growing for more, always having that uh, feeling of aggression or, you know, something that I need to track down and be able to accomplish. And, you know, losing actually taught me to really want to win a little bit more than I did beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really... Uh, grew my obsession with, you know, going back in that ring and, you know, giving it another try, you know, that really developed my passion for boxing. Yeah. As far as now, I think that because of the fact that I've been able to travel over the world um, within the U.S. and throughout Mexico, I've been able to see the different perspectives and the different ways that boxing has influenced individuals. And not to say that if that wasn't at place, I would be out of boxing, but I could definitely tell you that that has motivated me just that extra step become one with the people and inspire others as much as possible yeah i like what you said with the hunt because i think that's um very that's a very solid statement with what you're doing because you think about the hunt i mean if you really think about the word the hunt 
it's kind of a scary word, but why do you hunt to feed your tribe? And I feel like your tribe has been Mexico, mm -hmm. Tijuana, Guad like all these places you've been going to to inspire the youth, and you're out there hunting to bring back to your tribe. Tell me about some of the experiences that you've had um, inspiring the youth. Like I, I know you did a, um, a seminar with me, actually. That's why I know it. <laughs> um, well, tell, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Well, we've been having ties with um, Tijuana for quite some time now. I had my first fight out in Tijuana. And although there weren't that many fans supporting me, I'm glad to say that now we have a pretty big following out there. We were uh, able to gather around 100 children from uh, the sports program out there to listen to my first talk, well, our first talk. And I thought it was a success, honestly. Um, soon afterwards, I went to Rosarito and I was able to go to some of the um, colleges or some of the instit institutes uh, to be able to give back in that way um, as well. But I'm just really looking forward to what's coming up in the future. As far as the things that have really stuck to me that have motivated me most are the things such as when I went out to Aguascalientes and I went um, to an orphanage and was able to speak with the children who happened to be abandoned and uh, they were used and things of that nature. And you can see just the pain in their eyes. Mm -hmm. However, whenever we happen to show up and not to brag or anything, but I can definitely see that there was a spark in their eyes. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So beautiful that I'm not afraid of being able to express those experiences with you all. And um, that's just one out of the many times that I felt touched and uh, fully immersed in why I do this sport. Yeah. And um, that leads me to one time you, you told me, you said, the language is, is different because you have a hard time speaking Spanish. I, I know you speak Spanish, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's just hard communicating in Spanish whenever you <laughs> speak Spanglish at home. Um, but one time you said, there's no, there's no language barrier. And I said, what? What do you mean? What do you mean there's no language? There is. You know, it, it's hard to communicate with these kids. But the, the language that we're speaking is boxing. And that's how we're able to connect with these people. And I think it's, I, I really appreciate what you do on, on a brother level. I always feel like sometimes you're my older brother <laughs> because I, I'm always looking up to you. I'm all, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm the youth. I'm being in, inspired every single day to push, you know, push to the limits um, and, and that's brought you great success. I mean, you recently had a, I mean, you've been on countless different thing, different um, shows and commercials and, you know, you're going to, you're working on a movie. You were just on a Nike commercial. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Right. It's, ama it's amazing. And it's, it's really, um, it's really focusing on leaving a legacy. Most definitely. So at, at the end when you when you say this is what success is, what does that look like for you? I think what success is is just being able to fill up all the gaps that you haven't had beforehand, whether it be through your happiness, through how uh, content you are with, say, your financial status, whatever it may be. I think that success as a whole doesn't come from hitting a certain point. I think it means that once you happen to hit those points already, and keep on growing mm -hmm. because as they say success is like a lifestyle it's a mindset and i wouldn't necessarily say that i'm fully successful at the moment 
I think that what people actually have misunderstood from not only myself, but for also from a lot of different boxers and athletes is that we're so well off. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm going for that hunt. Yeah. Regardless of whatever happens, Nike, Adidas, whatever happens, mm -hmm. I'm always going to be looking for that next opportunity. But maybe that just uh, might be something from my own philosophy. Yeah, I think it's a search for a better you. That's right. one of the things that I always try to push towards people is that it's not about the winning or losing part. It's not, It's you don't just become, you don't just wake up and just become a winner. It's about doing better every single day that it slowly transitions, it slowly, slowly fades from, quote, loser to, quote, winner. Um, and, it, and it's just a process. It's just every single day just doing better, doing better. And if you did better the day before, then you live your life like that. You'll get there. Yeah, let's talk about processes. I think um, someone that can correlate with this subject would be Manny Pacquiao. Mm -hmm. He um, was coming out of the Philippines, ended up lying about his age to be able to fight professionally. Um, a crazy story, honestly, if you guys have seen the movie uh, of Manny Pacquiao. And that was something that really inspired me because what motivates me to say put out so much content for my fans mm -hmm. is all the things that we didn't see that Manny Pacquiao did. Yeah. All the hours, all the blood, sweat, and tears that he put out out there in Philippines mm -hmm. that have gotten him to the mo to the point that he is right now in his life. Yeah. So, I think that's where I have a um, a different approach with my yeah. fans or with Team Landeros all together. Yeah. Is just being able to connect and, like you said, cast a legacy. Yeah. It's um. It really is just shut up and fail. Right. I mean, shut up and fail really is like you have to do that to be loud and succeed. Mm -hmm. Like to be afraid to show your failures. I mean, I don't see the benefit in that. Mm -hmm. I see that by showing your failures, you become open to criticism. You be, you become open to getting better. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, again, very amazing what you're doing. Well, thank you. Um, now, we're probably going to wrap this up because we did just finish our four o'clock in the morning workout and joseph does has, have to go to school but i just wanted to ask uh like two or three more questions who do you th who's your favorite boxer currently my favorite boxer would have to be um, a guy by the name of lomachenko or vasil lomachenko um, i think his style is pretty much top notch at the moment and he's having some good competitors come out his neck however i know he's going to handle it well so right now that's my, the fighter i'm looking at and now, what should we expect from you in, in these next upcoming months? I know every single day you always talk about, I want to do better, Woody. What can we do for these kids? What can we, how can we grow? How can we move forward? What, what, what's in play for you? Like, what should, what, should, what should we expect in the next upcoming months? I think you guys should all just expect overall content, you know, a release of massive content all the time, growth, growth, growth. Um, I'm going to be coming out a movie uh, pretty soon, as you said beforehand, I'm going to be coming out with more podcasts such as this, more blogs, more interaction with the people. Um, I find myself understanding more and more my purpose when I express myself more with people. So nice. expect more. Nice. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, tuning in to Shut Up and Fail. This was Joseph Landeros, professional boxer. Thanks, man. Thank you for tuning in, everyone.